listening to the Melanated Movement Podcast with Tess and Anne. We invite you to take a deep breath, open your mind, and prepare to go on this wild ride. Episode loading in five, four, three, two. Extra long applause because it's it's a (laughs) screams into the abyss. I'm sorry, guys. Sorry, your ears. Yes, they will be. Our our sincerest apologies, but (laughs) sorry, not sorry. Sorry, sorry. sorry. (laughs) So we have one year of our melanated movement motherfucking podcast. What? what? Oh my goodness! I. I can't believe it. It's been one year. That is so wild. That is wild. Happy anniversary, Happy love. Happy anniversary, my love. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> one thing about us, we squeal, we scream. <laughs> one thing about us, you will hear us. You will hear us. Oh, Your love ears that. will bleed. Your ears might bleed a little bit, but it means they work. Comes with a caution, Comes you know what I'm Caution will <laughs> cause extreme ear bleeding. But also excitement. Excitement. And hopefully laughter. Yes, that too. <laughs> okay, again... This is whatever number episode that we've recorded because mm-hmm. we definitely have some record that's not been released because we're on that motherfucking grind. <laughs> However, it's our one year anniversary. It is. This is your co host, Anne, in the building with my amazing co host, Tess. Uh, shout out to Anne, real quick, though. <laughs> <laughs> One thing about Tess, she'll hype you up. I am going to hype you up. I'm like, yay! Don't hype me up. Signature sound. Yay! <laughs> hello, hello, hello. And um, again, this is Tess, the other half of the, the Melanated half. Movement podcast. Yes. Coming at you live. <laughs> On a recording. <laughs> Live in the studio. Live in the motherfucking studio. Oh, oh, we have moved from one closet to, to a different closet. closet. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's great. Yeah. yeah I know. It's, um, it's a little warm in here. It is. We In order to record, yo, when you look up the process of how to record to make sure there's no other sound, mm-hmm. it's absolutely like no AC on in the closet. <laughs> Don't breathe too hard. Sweat coming from your fucking temples and shit. But it sounded amazing. Yeah. So we, we will put up with the sweats. The sweat. The sweat stuff. Coming and... to you with sweat dripping from my brow. <laughs> Do you remember the Key and Peele episode where <laughs> where Key just kept sweating and got to a point where it was just like straight up dripping yeah. water? <laughs> Fucking drenched. Drenched. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's it, 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 the it nice. Is the nice in the building? Is the nice the in nice. the building? Yo, is A Ron here? A Ron? A Ron here? I love Key and Peele. I fucking love Key and Peele. Yeah, I do too. So, mm. how are you doing? Bitch. You know how I'm doing. <laughs> I feel like a year later, our, so our very first episode was Who We Are, yes. where we introduced ourselves, gave you guys a little blurb, 
Mm-hmm. And we did talk about Black Rage, which is uh, still something you guys, if you haven't listened to our very first episode, I think it was a very quirky episode. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of laughter in it. We got a little serious in it, but we got to introduce ourselves. So if you haven't heard who we are, go out there and listen to it. Now, a year later, um, who we are, I mean, ultimately at the core, we're the same person. However, we're just into some new shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I, I, I had that question because we, we were trying to, you know, we were listening to the very first episode, how ourselves up but also kind of seeing the the progression of where we were where we were versus like where we are now Mm -hmm. and how much actually changed and we started laughing uncontrollably at some like of our stuff so like some of our stuff we're still on the same vibe on the same wavelength in a lot of ways but I did have that question it's like how do you feel if you feel like you have changed but how do you feel um that has gone for you like how do you in what ways do you feel like you might have changed over the last year um, the biggest question that I've had is, am I really funny? You know, <laughs> like the first episode, we were like laughing at our jokes and shit. But like, am I really funny or like? I think I, you're do hilarious. I just think I'm funny? <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, you've had to put up with me for like how many years? Um, I've no- you know what my brother tells me that I've known him my entire life, which is true. I've known you my entire life. However, mm-hmm. I've gotten a chance to know you deeper within the last ten years. Mm-hmm. I'm very grateful for more than that. Um, yeah, Since probably eleven years, years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I feel like within our within so many years, from the point that we were in our twenties, I feel like we got a better chance to understand each other because we were living together. Mm-hmm. We were roommates for like a year, and then they were roommates. And then they were Um, I feel like at that year we did get a chance to learn a lot about each other, and since then we've we've seen the growth in each other and so on. Um, in the last year it's been crazy. We quit our corporate jobs on our first episode. We Mm -hmm. were both jobless. Jobless. Um, Yep. Since then, we've turned into these amazing professionals. We've never necessarily not been professionals. Even when we weren't working, we were working. I yes, feel. that's very true. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, you have to make the money. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like we were just, we were always hustlers at heart. We were always going after it because we have to support our lives. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like within the last year, I've grown in my education. Of course, I went back to school, but like in my understanding of myself, my self actualization has been like bonkers has been really high Mm -hmm. I learned a lot of things about myself I didn't know before um I learned about my personality more I learned both about my introverted self and my extroverted self because I'm very much an introvert however I mean I like talking to people sometimes Mm -hmm. but this closet is my safe space you know what I mean yes I know exactly what you mean Mm Um, but I mean, within the last year, I've grown. I've grown as a parent. I've grown as a sister. I've grown as an individual. Very much, very much individual. Like since twenty twenty in general, um, with COVID, I've I've noticed a lot about myself. But from twenty twenty one to now, where it's been very independent, mm-hmm. I've been going out of a lot. Of, I've been going after a lot of independent goals. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I've learned more about my drive. I learned more of what I want out of life. Mm-hmm. I've learned more about my son um, and his growth and fucking puberty. He's been kicking my ass. Um, mm-hmm. A 12-year-old is not for the week. <laughs> the parents that have, like, the son specifically between 11 and 13, how are you? Are you okay? Yes. Do we need to talk? You know, please find <laughs> our email, find our page. <laughs> like, a middle school age is not for the week. I, I heard about that. It sucks. Yeah. My son is amazing though. Um, shout he out is. to him for he being truly a human. is. You have a you have a great 
child. Yeah, he's superb. I yes. like him. He's a, yeah, he's he can stay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll keep him. We'll keep him. We'll keep him. Here we die. No, he's actually really taught me a lot about myself. He's taught me a lot about my patience and just understanding more of how he sees life and then comparing that of how we're going through life together. He mm-hmm. has shown me great strength, um, great perseverance, amazing resilience. And I'm very much proud of who he's become and very mm-hmm. much of the parent I've become with him. Mm-hmm. Great growth. Um, 2021, 2022 to 2022 has been extremely hard for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been extremely hard for, like, the entire world. Right. But in, in, in very individualized ways, yeah, right? It's been it's been very challenging. It's been very eye-opening. It's been a lot of things. And um, it's checked a lot of boxes, to be completely honest. I've gone through crazy emotional shit. Uh, I've been through very happy moments. Mm-hmm. Um, everything in between. I have to say I'm very grateful for where I am. I've... Uh, found myself deeper in my spirituality. Um, it's just been a lot, to be real. I'm very grateful in this mm-hmm. space. I feel like I'm very grounded and I can see clearer. Mm-hmm. I feel like this fog has been wiped from my lenses. I'm just like, okay. How incredible is that feeling? Oh my God. Like to really see that the, you know, the fog has lift, in fact lifted it's and wild. that. It really is. Right? It's wild. It's, it's it, it, it blows my mind. It does. Yeah. It's like, okay, so what was I doing before? There's certain questions I ask myself now that I can only answer for now. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I would have answered that question two years ago. Hmm. Yeah. That's fascinating. It really is. Cheers to your growth, Anne. Oh, cheers you, to Tess. your growth. Cheers to your self-actualization. Cheers to your self-realization, mm-hmm. your unlearning, your, you know, your patience, mm-hmm. all the stuff that you just mentioned. I think that's incredible. And for what it's worth, like, there is a certain groundedness that I definitely feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, you're more you. anchored, you know? I am. Yeah. No that's amazing. in the abyss and hoping that somebody will catch me. <laughs> you be you be you be gut punching me gems. with them. I have gems. I'm solving them gems of the podcast. So I actually have a poem on my Tumblr about no longer relying on someone to catch me, but me climbing down myself. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I have that. I'm, I'm really like I've been. Do you think you would ever? Do you think you'd ever feel comfortable to read it out loud here? On the podcast, probably because I want. I would I, love to hear that. Mm, one of these days, she's I'm a like, great writer, y'all. She's you know she keeps it on the low, on but the low, low. yeah, but it For it sure. goes it goes deep. I it's, got hella drugs. when she write, <laughs> when she writes like it goes layers deep, like yeah. levels untouched, you mm. know, by 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 the regular schmegler human brain. Oh so I, yeah, I found um, a couple of your writings of a few years ago. Um, I think you might have been a senior in high school. And yeah, I was absolutely blown away. Really? Yes. Oh, thank you. Someone yeah. told me they hated my writing when I was in, because I started writing in middle school and someone was like, oh, I hate that you write about this. I'm like, bitch, I don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> but Why would I 
I care about well, that? I, no, I mean, yeah. I did care at that moment because I was well, in middle of course. school and yeah. whatever. But then as I got older, I was like, literally writing is just expression. And then when you start becoming more intentional about it, then you're like, okay, this is how I want to write. This is mm-hmm. how I want to express myself and so on. I do want to eventually publish something. Mm-hmm. But at this point, I was just kind of like getting my thoughts together together and understanding like how I feel about certain things. Mm-hmm. You know? So how was your uh, year? Happy anniversary, my love. Happy anniversary, Hi. my love. Oh, I just feel so inspired by everything you just shared. I'm like, tell me more about your writing tell and tell me more. about your process and, you know, what, what does that look like? And it has me thinking about, you know, how we have this love for words and mm. like our, like our, you know, in our family, I think yeah. like we're very creatively driven oh, yeah yeah we, we we try to find a creative outlet no matter what we're no matter what realm we're in whether it's like doing you know municipal work or doing social work or mm-hmm. doing whatever like we're, we still want to find this outlet where we get to actually express our creativity so I think it's amazing that you haven't given that you haven't given up that that part of yourself and you. and that you know the ambition is still there to make the world the world deserves to see what you have to say and read it on paper. I hope that one day the world will see the things that you've written. Because the one time that you did let me hear you speak at the open mic in oh. Lakeworth, I enjoyed it. I was, first of all, I was like a fucking schoolgirl. You know when you have like a fangirl <laughs> moment? I was yeah. sitting. So the amazing Tess uh, read from her notes. Um, a piece. I actually have a video of it still. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. You sent that video. To I know. Me. I know. I'm, like, oh, I'm gonna keep this forever. <laughs> um, but like, just listening to you speak and knowing that you took the time to write it and the level of creativity that came from it, because you're, I feel like you're very creative. Like you write stories. Mm-hmm. I feel like for me, I write poems based on my emotion, and then I can create kind of like um a visual for people mm-hmm. but it's really based on how I felt at that moment but it's like a but I am like okay then there was a dragon and there was this or whatever but it's more so to describe a feeling mm-hmm. I feel like with you you tell such a passionate story like you know that like you give character background you give references and it's like it comes together like you're reading a book mm-hmm. and I when you read I was just so fascinated I was like yo you really need to publish your stuff because it's definitely something that is timeless it gave mm. Huckleberry type vibes. That sounds kind of really. Yes. The st- oh, one of these days you do have to read it for our listeners um, because it gave it gave a timeless feel. It gave something that you could read when you're in school or when you're on your own. And there's lessons to be learned from it. And by the way that you reference old time things and current things, it was very much like an eye grabber. It was my ears perked up and I was very much into the story. And I was like, oh shit! Like this is definitely something you can read and you know like create something from it it gave purpose you know what i mean yeah it, this has me thinking thank you i do you have me blushing and shit oh. yeah, i mean you can't see it you know because i'm melanated but <laughs> why do melanated people say that shit i will say this forever okay <laughs> you will not see me blush you, you know see me blush i can't because you yeah, like skinned it i ain't like you're all caramel skin <laughs> You like skinned it. So you had a little tinge of red, just like boop. It's like, I see you. I see that shit. And then during the summer, I just blend in with the fucking blood. Yo, like, my skin is the worst during the summer. Bro, like, I'm I breaking out, like, no. Yes, like, nobody. 
it, it, it's just I can't for the life of me I can't get I can't get it to be clear so mm-hmm. I really can't wait for me to, for me it's it's hot girl fall for for sure <laughs> hot girl because uh, you wear the layers fall. yeah I love I feel, layering I feel like for me with my colors and color combination because mm-hmm. I'm the bitch that has the vest and the shirts and then the yes. longer sleeve and then the like fucking long ass coat jean and boots but uh, black yes. brown leather yes listen during the fall I just want to take a trip somewhere so then you can see my fall attire yes. and... it should be illegal to have the number of boots that we collectively have, I have living I have in like Florida ankle no, but ankle <laughs> listen Florida bitches live for boots it's like 70 That's degrees true. I got the boot bottom jeans boots with, with the, the fur, fur with the fur <laughs> like I got the fur on my shit bro yeah all the Floridians got the boots with the fur at like 74 degrees yeah that's it, true anywhere else we, bitches we, is still hot yeah we boot shorts <laughs> Literally, Florida attire is a sweater with shorts and fucking and fun boots. Ugg <laughs> uh, boots on and shit. Ugg boots. I remember, oh my god. I remember high school? Temperature control. <laughs> That's what it was. He was hot and cold at the same time. So Gotta keep eating. it balanced. You know yeah. Right? Homeostasis. Period. Listen, I'm cute and, you know, I'm warm and I'm cool at the same time. Yes. Wow, it's wild. No, it's great. It's, it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> tell me you're from Florida without telling me you're from Florida. <laughs> Boom, outfit. It's a starter pack. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> Small starter pack. Yeah, oh, but damn. we've evolved from that space. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll put we'll Have put long it? jeans. I mean, I th- I'd like to think so. As I'd like to think that student, you we will no longer dare bruh, put on shorts. As a college and student, boots. you will see me with shorts and a sweatshirt. You're gonna see me during the fall. But I with have the boots though. Nah, fuck exactly. The boots. Nah. I was gonna say. I'm you see, the boots, boots is what complement the outfit. Like, nah. once you wear the boots, you like, oh yeah, that's that's Florida. That's Florida. That's Florida, shit. Florida I'm not. Shit. I refuse to wear the boot. Like, I refuse to wear the high boots in Florida anymore. But I like those leather, the leather like lace up boots, mm-hmm. like the fucking um. What's the goth girl that we really liked um, in fucking high school that was in a band, blonde hair? Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne. I'm obsessed with her oh, my. style. Avril Lavigne's style it was my style at a certain point, but like those lace up leather boots, I will wear them with my jeans and shit, but you will not catch me with fur boots or <laughs> knee-high boots in fucking Florida. It's not gonna happen. I, I definitely have knee-high boots. I do too. Yeah, but I, I don't wear them in Florida no, either. I won't. But like, let me why? take a trip though? Yeah, it's like, please take me somewhere in the so fall. So I can wear them. <laughs> no, that odds, but I'm not gonna wear them yeah. in any... Yeah, because it'll, it'll be cool here for like three days, and yeah. then on the fourth day is 84 degrees. Yes, and you have, to, like, you have to take that, you have to take all your layers with, like, off. With like 90% humidity. Yeah. Yeah, we no. can't with the humidity. No, but, not at all. Yeah. It's like walking through... Yo, lately with this global warming oh my god it's like walking through boiling water so Tess you have to tell our listeners how has the last year been for you it's been wild it's (laughs) It's been been it's been a lot honestly but like not in a bad way it's just very similar processes like I think as you experienced Mm -hmm. where I went from a space of attaching to so much of my worth to my productivity and what I did for a living and walking away from that was like it put myself in it, it put me in crisis and yeah. I didn't real and, and and I didn't realize just how much it had affected me until I actually had the time to process it in therapy I cannot stress how amazing therapy is y'all like it's it will change your whole life um 
but yeah, so that happened. And then I walked away from it, felt pretty confident about it. And I was like, what did I do? What did I do? Like I torped, I felt like in that moment that I had torpedoed my life, mm-hmm. you know, I was on a track, you know, and, and it just wasn't. And now I completely cut myself off from that, you know, track from that path. And so that was really hard. But then, you know, I went and we started creating, it allowed us the space and the time to actually create and dream things up a little bit, mm-hmm. which I really really appreciated and I'm still I've enjoyed that too just Mm -hmm. having that freedom and recovering from burnout and you know working out so many things about who we are and being able to be there for you know things that are happening that I would otherwise maybe have missed or something Mm -hmm. and going from that space to you know securing like other employment and then finding my way through that and recovering and now it's like even when I have a job, it doesn't define me. Mm-hmm. And I catch myself according, like, so much importance to it and to the success of it or to, like, to it working out, mm-hmm. you know. And I get, and I do stress myself out. I still do, you know, anxiety. But um, mostly I'm able to be aware of it and then recalibrate yeah and I think that's a big deal yeah um I've learned a lot about myself as well in the context of relationships relationships ending relationships beginning and you know just moving against a grain maintaining or establishing boundaries because my boundaries were trash we talked about that boundaries (laughs) oh my gosh they I'm still working on them but I feel like now more than ever like I feel like I'm I'm getting those boundaries to be stronger you know being able to like stand my ground and say like no this is not something that I want has been like has been huge has been transformative creation of boundaries I think has been very big for both of us I feel like we definitely had a chance to speak up the boundary glow up is real for both of us yeah I agree and vulnerability. Oh. Remember how we struggled with vulnerable podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it, it was good. It's been a year of growth. Um, it's been a year of also, like, realizing just how much sometimes you fill yourself with bullshit. How mm. much, like, you fool yourself in a mirror sometimes. Mm. And, and when you remove that mask, you know, and realizing certain things about yourself and being like, okay... All right, Tess, are you a little toxic? You might be a little toxic. So, like, how do we... I know how to fix... But, like, we, you don't, we don't throw the whole person away, you right. know? Like, how do we address the toxicity within you mm-hmm. um, while you remain authentic? You right. know, we learned about happiness and what that means and uh, core values and authenticity. And we learn about, like, melanin joy and, you know, interracial relationships yeah. and stuff. And so... And we've had amazing yes. guests on our show that oh, my had a chance goodness. to really expose yes. those things for us. I, I really enjoyed those conversations that we've had agreed so what was your favorite episode so um to to be honest i really i've enjoyed every episode i feel like every time we record one i'm like oh this is my favorite <laughs> yeah. i love the way that's we facts did yeah and if we go back and listen to the like a favorite first we're like oh i love this <laughs> We went back and listened to our first episode. We're like, oh, this one was so good. And I and I thoroughly did enjoy our first one. I feel like with every episode we had, we um, uncovered something that we, either we didn't know or we got a chance mm-hmm. to go more in depth with something that we really wanted to know or we got a chance to talk to someone that just had a little bit more insight outside of ourselves. And mm-hmm. I've, I've enjoyed every single episode. I've enjoyed every guest we've had yes. on here. And we've had guests in the studio. We've had guests in our closet. Yes, we have. Um, humble <laughs> beginnings, you know what I mean? 
um, <laughs> and 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 I mean, I I enjoy. I have just enjoyed every conversation. I feel like with every conversation, I've had a chance to really learn about myself. Mm-hmm. Like with uh, Mr. Pierre, um, and he actually has all three of his books that are out. I'm not too familiar with all three books. However, you can look him up. What is it? Um, John... Yeah. Pierre Fleury. Pierre, Pierre Fleury underscore on Instagram. He's fabulous. He has three books out. Um, check him out. He's fabulous. I love talking to him. I feel like he gave me a little bit more insight on more so my son. I feel mm-hmm. like he kind of gave me like the boy inside and how mm-hmm. he's been handling certain things. Mm-hmm. I enjoy talking to Crystal when she was on and getting a chance to be vulnerable with her. I enjoy the things she had to say. I really enjoy talking to Mel. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was the most vulnerable to be honest that I've been to where it exposed a different portion of myself that I just didn't ever expose to anyone else before mm-hmm. it was very much me myself and I. I I went through something and I didn't want to share with anybody because I didn't want any of our family members to know mm-hmm. that I experienced something but uh, that particular episode um made me really uncover myself and it definitely created a new session in therapy for me. <laughs> um, that one was absolutely incredible. I have to say that one um, made me feel very much raw and uncovered and uh, very vulnerable. Um, afterwards, it, it made me really just step into myself. Uh, that one was very overwhelming for me. <laughs> I enjoyed the um, the show we had with Rose as well. That one made me cry because it talked about gun violence in schools and our young children and how that's really affected us. Um, and of course, I've enjoyed every episode with just you and I. Mm-hmm. I feel like us as the Melanated Movement podcast hosts specifically, I I feel like with us, we are able to go back and forth. We're able to have the conversation. Um, we're able to see the other person's point of view. I'm like, oh, okay, I get that. Mm-hmm. I understand. No matter if we agree, disagree, or in between, I feel like we, we've been able to really educate each other. Mm-hmm. So I feel like my favorite episode is kind of a tough one. I have thoroughly enjoyed every single episode. Yeah, but made. you can only pick one. Ah, sure. <laughs> um, fuck. All right, okay. You can narrow it down. You can narrow it down to like top two episodes. Okay, my top two for sure was our number one episode, Who We Are, because I feel like it, it exposed us to a new realm of ourselves. Yeah, and we it's were our like, Genesis. Yeah, yeah. It's I Who We Are number one episode, first episode release was fabulous. And then, um, um, what was the episode with Mel? Um, is this love or what is love or... Um, don't let me be the host and not know the name, name of the damn episode. <laughs> not you lady. not knowing the name of your actual episode. <laughs> right. That episode with Mel had to have been my... Uh, that's definitely top two. I really enjoyed it. It was therapy between us two. She made me feel comfortable. I feel like we had an amazing conversation. She's absolutely fabulous. Um, a woman of color that definitely... Um, sees things from a lens that I just never saw before. That one definitely is top two. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you? What was your What was your favorite? Um, so with uh, Mel, with respect to Mel's episode, it was um how we love series, how we love, and we talked about conditional love, mm-hmm. and um. It, I will I will have to say it definitely is one of my absolute favorite episodes. 
our, it's, I'm having the same thing. I know I'm hard on you when it's your turn, but, you know, to, to, to pick something. But when it's fine, I'm like, uh, so hey, hey, what happened was, pero, pero like, you know. Pero like, Because um... <laughs> they're all so good. I feel like they're so good. Not to, you know, not to be, like, conceited or anything, but I just feel... I feel so, I feel like it's so real when mm-hmm. it's, you know, me and you across, you know, from each other, really diving into, you know, sensitive topics or just like, you know, just being ourselves and laughing at, our, at ourselves, at ourselves and, and yeah, for sure. our own jokes. And we're like, yeah, we're funny. Yeah, we're, we're, hilarious. we're pretty funny. We're, yeah, pretty, yeah. we're pretty hilarious. You're probably like rolling your eyes. No, no, no. You love us. No, um, period. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, I feel like the first episode reminds it really is this this very vivid reminder like i when i when i listen to it i picture us mm-hmm. and our very beginning i picture like the previous recording that we tried and i and i picture like us like sitting across from each other with yeah. the one microphone in between just like going into it completely unaware like of where this was going to lead us where we're going to be or where this is going and even though we're still like working out the kinks and we're figuring out you know all of those things I it's just we had the courage to put ourselves out there right like we actually did that we did a fucking podcast we did a podcast like we, we like and i still remember the, remember when we launched it ah! and we actually published it was so wild we like I was, oh my goodness it's i will never ever forget that first moment mm-hmm. um it definitely is one of my top top 10 moments of my life right. um as far as the favorite episodes it's just it's really tough but if i absolutely have to pick um, I thoroughly enjoyed our Pride episode. Ah, yes, I got a lot of good feedback yeah, from Pride because because it's it's also you know from a from a personal stance being able to talk about my queerness so openly was a challenge. Mm-hmm. It's still a challenge for me to be honest. It's it, you you could have fooled me. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, because I just you're so unapologetic mm-hmm. in your presence and your demeanor and I've I've struggled with that and sometimes I still do, but I I definitely struggle much less. Yeah. Um I I I definitely see you as more vibrant. Whenever I think of you and your queerness, I'm like, damn, like Tess is very much like fucking out there. I'm gay, like who cares? Or I'm queer, who cares? And I'm just like, I I feel like mine has always not always been, but it started off kind of as a defensive mechanism. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what I am, who cares, or whatever, but I've always... Like, come fight me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Because what are you going to do about mm-hmm. it? Uh, you know what I mean? I, I, um, but it did take some time for acceptance, for sure. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a weird thing. It's, it is. It's a very strange thing, because, like, I mean, we could get into it, but I, I, we won't. <laughs> but, um... One one thing that I will say, I, I will share, I will share it openly is I had a, like a family member reach out and question, you know, me and question, you know, my queerness and my relationship to um, the queer community and my involvement and all of that and being able to actually stand up and like really just maintain my boundaries mm-hmm. about things and not apologize and not, not fold mm-hmm. right and when 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 I was um 
essentially cornered into the having that conversation was a huge moment it it, it took a toll but it wasn't devastating mm-hmm. um and that's when i realized like oh yeah growth did happen in that For area sure. so pride was the pride episode was definitely a, a, an impactful one for me mm-hmm. and i believe one of my favorites and then it's going to be a tie between the interracial dating mm-hmm. and um the conditional love because once again we were so vulnerable and being in spaces with like with mel and being in spaces with like chris and you know but also pierre and talking about that yeah. like it's just who it's just i don't think there's been an episode where we're like where it wasn't profound yeah, you know even as we joked around like it was still profound we mm-hmm. still hit some serious points so yeah, I didn't answer your question, but you they did. were all great. No, you did. You gave the top two for sure. I feel like as the hashtag vulnerable pod, um, <laughs> hashtag vulnerable pod, hashtag vulnerable pod. Um, I feel like we've had great growth in in front of a front of a lot of people in the ears of a lot of people, and um, I think you mentioning those those episodes make sense because they were very much like, let me hear about yourself, let me hear how your life was, let me right. hear how dating is for you, how people see you and hearing the pain and vulnerability from another person and you being able to be like fuck like mm-hmm. I really know where this person is coming from I understand with mm-hmm. it I resonate with it I mean every episode was just a portion of growth that we had and we got to share it with a community yeah mm-hmm. Ooh. oh shit <laughs> <laughs> man um Wow, I'm I'm grateful to have made it a year. I'm grateful to have been able to record with you and and grateful to have learned so much. Can I just say so Tess is the producer ultimately of the show. She takes our voices, bounces it, <laughs> bounce, bounce, biggity, bounce, bounce, that thing. bounce. Um, she puts it together, she edits, she cuts out the noise, she makes it make sense, she puts in the intro, the outro, she learned how to use logic, she learned how to piece certain things together. She's absolutely fabulous we've created a good team but the things that you hear that finished product um we would not be able to do without her it's unfortunate that like mac is like we 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 rely on mac and i'm a windows bitch and that's the problem (laughs) (laughs) i everything i have is windows and fucking bruh i would like to apologize to the windows community all my shit at the exception of my work computer like all mac products mac life if you if you do not have a mac it's it's actually quite hard to be in a creative space in my opinion Mm -hmm. like the software that we use we use logic um logic pro to be specific um and and test has taught me so many great things like i'm like oh my god please send me this so i can tinker and then i'll try to tinker on my computer and of course i can't even i don't even have the damn bandwidth to do it so please give kudos um applause to test our amazing um the half of melee movement that has been putting in the work every time there's an episode she's up staying late like and it's been amazing she we've recorded um what's that called is it disclaimers or mm-hmm. we've recorded disclaimers and she'll be up editing that okay okay testing like it'll be like 2 a.m and she'll send me a message like hey i edited the disclaimer <laughs> hey i did this i'm like awesome and i send her what i have and we've created more of a collaborative work but the amount of work that you've put in she's definitely the uh the 70 and i'm the 30 100 i completely disagree nah, if, if we're gonna get into it let's get into it because we're just gonna like start throwing praise at each other I mean, you're like catch this bitch <laughs> 
catch this motherfucking trophy, ho. <laughs> You're amazing. <laughs> no, but honestly, I wouldn't have the 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 space and the and the and the the freedom to do this part of it without knowing without the shadow of a doubt that you got the the social media aspect mm-hmm. of it because the, pro- the promoting it and for the faint of heart like knowing when it's to exhausting. post what to post like how to like you know reach like a t- you know the target audience how to you know uh, manage the views and getting people engaged mm-hmm. and how to ask the different questions i can't like i am i'm i'm very shy i i don't always come off that way but i i am and so being public facing is very stress inducing for me it's putting yourself out there is challenging it's just like trying to be vulnerable especially in this world that is so highly critical and because people consume we consume media at a unprecedented rate right Mm -hmm. anything that you need to learn you can just hop on you know instagram um uh tiktok everybody's an expert now Mm -hmm. you know everybody has a podcast everybody has you know a show like everybody has something to say and you know they're self-proclaimed like i said experts in whatever area that they choose to be experts in and it's not always um easy to pierce through the noise Mm -hmm. you know and make yourself actually be heard and so I wouldn't have been able to do that and Melanated Movement wouldn't be where it's at without you carrying all of that public facing thing that you do Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be able to do what you do so shout out to you Mm because and and I think that's where our strengths really complement each other fairly well the fact that you bring a piece and I bring one, and then together we like we make a whole picture, yeah. And it and it works, and I'm I'm really grateful. I'm, I'm re- grateful, grateful too. For, yeah. Thank you so much. I've enjoyed this year with you. I have too. Oh. Um, and we've had challenges, man. Oh my god, yes. So many things like between family, um, illness, oh, yeah. and you know, going through really significant changes in our lives. Our, our lives actually have done quite uh, the one eighty. Yes. It, uh, it, it, yeah. And then we're still. Catching our bearings and mm. you know you and and, tr- and and still carving out time you know between like your classes and being a full-time parent um and not just any parent she's a stalker parent y'all. <laughs> Shut like up. there, you, are, there are parents and then there retired. are soccer parents okay <laughs> it's a whole nother level listen the level of commitment Oh man! I was like, "Yo, there's a game at eight o'clock, eleven o'clock, two o'clock," and she's like, "Okay." <laughs> and I'm trying to tell her like, "This is what's going on. If you want to do this, we gotta do it this time." And she's like, "And you're gonna have to send me the schedule again." Yeah, I'm gonna need much. you to give it to me like the night before, Burn. and then I and then don't count me in for the eight o'clock one. But yeah. meanwhile, you had to be there like like seven, seven o'clock, mean, meaning that you have to be up by like six latest, and then get everything ready, get him ready, then go over there and you're spending the whole day and you're and you're a soccer parent in the terms of like you you are the you're a snack parent like you bring the snacks you bring the I got cooler, the ice pads for when they bust their ass like oh you got it all got like you know you, you're if if soccer parent was like, <laughs> like if saw so- I don't know, like a starter pack was a person oh, thank you. for like, everything. everything that that would be that would be Anna. Oh, like thanks. she is 
prepared. <laughs> I know, like, if I if I nick my finger somewhere, like, she will have a band-aid. I like, will! 0.5 seconds. And the gauze. And everything. And she'll, and yes, she's, she's got everything on oh deck. God, so, thanks. honestly, so being able to do all of that and manage your time and still carve I have out. time management, though, for the things that I oh, do I still independently. Do I. Like, I, I, that's one thing that we're learning how to, how yeah, to balance time management as well. Really been like, but, yeah, it's, it's, a it's, it's hard because we, 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 we work some crazy hours sometimes. Yeah, I've messaged and, her at like three in the morning, two in the morning and then you've messaged me crazy hours yeah. and I'm like okay I worked on this did you see this when you're like you're not chance? sleeping I'm like I'm just getting home from work <laughs> and then and then it was, oh man it's I feel like this year has been um very trying we've learned a lot of new things about ourselves we have the moment where we had a lot of time and no money and now we're getting more money and less time and um trying to manage all of it and make it make sense is is um it, there's a learning curve to it. I have to learn how to manage my time better because I do have a lot going on and trying to put everything in a slot that makes sense. And then whenever we talk, I'm like, okay, I can do this from this time at this time on these days. And then when I then go back and review those days, I have like assignments due. There's been moments where like I'll be sitting in my car typing up shit to make sure that that assignment is due before I come and record or whatever. And it's, uh, it, I've learned a lot about myself, to say the least, within this last year. So, but I'm, regardless, I'm grateful because I've never had the opportunity to put myself on such a public platform. Mm-hmm. Not only to hear myself speak, but, like, have people's input and, and them say, oh, my God, I feel the same way. Or even have a conversation about, like, just the things we've discussed and people say, oh, let's talk about this topic. And people being open to discussion and not... Let me bash you for this or that. We've had great, great, great response from people. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, regardless of what we've gone through, what we've learned, what we've we've experienced, I'm grateful, hands down. Yeah. So, what does it look... What does it look like on, you know, as we're approaching year two of this Oh my gosh, venture? more stuff. I feel <laughs> like us learning, learning so much more about ourselves gives us a chance to have better conversations. Mm-hmm. I feel like better conversations and then also learning new software. Yes. So we've been learning some new software. So now we have the um, opportunity of working with people that are not in the same space mm-hmm. as us. Um, that one also is a, is a learning curve. Yes. Um, trying to use new technology, um, trying to advertise ourselves, trying to um, put ourselves on different platforms and, and get more of a base. We have Instagram and we have our, our podcast available on several streaming um, services. However, we want to get more visual. We want to get on Patreon. We want to do a few different things. So we're looking forward to putting some things out. We have a few like unreleased episodes that will most likely end up on patreon um so if whenever that gets you know created people will have a lot of great content to see to view and also to talk to us about so Mm -hmm. i'm looking forward to that yeah Uh, me too it's gonna i think it it will be being able to put out like some exclusive content Mm -hmm. being able to broaden because we we talk about our love for writing right but we we do a lot of of like talking over mm-hmm. over here and I think it would be really cool if we had the opportunity to also like exchange some of like our thoughts in writing our and art. engage yeah or art in that people. way you know and and I, I just I'm really looking forward to us being as grounded as we are it definitely we're definitely in different um 
we're definitely in a different headspace, you know, than we were before, you mm-hmm. know, coming from a place of like, you know, we're struggling with some, you know, with some insecurities, we're struggling with, you know, some, some, some hurt and some residual like trauma stuff. And, and then it just was, it was just hard. Mm-hmm. And I think collectively we could feel the energy being just as much and as, you know, divisive and as wild that it still is, I feel like there is there is like this 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 shift that is occurring collectively as well where people are really waking up to you know their own self-actualization mm-hmm. and realizing like what they want to devote their time to versus what they don't and what's worth devoting their time exactly. to and sacrificing for versus not and you know we're prioritizing our own health and we're prioritizing our boundaries and our personal convictions and we know our like our dreams and we're being more bold and out there and we're don't take you know we don't take any bs from people mm. we're banning fuckboys and like Fuck narcissistic um people and like traits and we're healing generational trauma and addressing you know systemic issues mm. in like these very brave ways that you know i think will lead to it's like a deeper awakening, you know, it, it's a, rev- a revolution is, it a is brewing and I'm so excited to be part of those conversations mm-hmm. with you and with the guests we get to bring on and, you know, having yes. these unapologetic, like unapologetic conversations. I've been know? enjoying a lot of the things that we not only have produced and put out, but the things that we have in our drafts and things that we've um, discussed, the conversations we've had with different people. Mm-hmm. I 100% look forward to putting that out and hearing um, different opinions of, of what we have to say and, and kind of like seeing the change. We've been mm-hmm. seeing the change, I feel, within the last two years. Mm-hmm. Wow. The way that things have changed with the people around us has been phenomenal. The revolution is definitely here. So, I mean, if you wasn't ready for change, you better be ready now. Winter is here. Winter <laughs> is here. The pressure is it's getting, getting worse. <laughs> Oh, we're so, just waiting to draw that <laughs> so a question I've actually received quite often mm-hmm. in our Instagram and um, in person is when are we going to release another love episode we did have the How We Love mm-hmm. um, series mm-hmm. and uh, that is something that actually had the most views we had the most views, the most listens, the most downloads, mm-hmm. over 115 down, 115 listens uh, I I don't remember the amount of downloads, but it was over. It was over the amount that I actually expected. Like people download these things. That's yes, cool. Yes, it's so cool. Our highest has been with the love series. Yes. So, um, the question is, when are we gonna have another love episode where we discuss love, relationships, and sex again? Uh, when when do you want to do that? I mean, I'm I'm down. You're always down. I'm always down. Me I mean, I'm like, let's fight the power. Let's, let's see, talk that's about- the thing. That's the thing. But we both were on that yeah, on that, on that wave because, get shy because things. We, but see, the thing is, like, we wanted to talk about it. We wanted to bring the love series back. We wanted to continue the conversation on love. We're like, I oh, want let's talk about sex. Let's talk about our vaginas and yeah. you know body parts bring and the pleasure. Yes, we really wanted to talk about that and bring people mm. in the room to talk about it with us but then the world was literally burning all literally, around us still kind of st- right current events were just running amok mm. and 
mm-hmm. we couldn't turn a blind eye. Like, I feel like our social justice hearts were like, no, we yeah, gotta talk, we about, to talk this. about this. So we had to lay some of the, you know, we had to set some of those conversations aside. Mm-hmm. But I, I want like season, like I want the next, the next year, like year two of Melanid Movement to be like vibrant and vivacious right. to really match the our energy and the wave that three. we're on. Yes, it's gonna be lit. It's I gonna be it to lit. Be. I want these, you know very bold conversations about mm. things and you know really get excited and just like bring it back and and hopefully we have the we have enough breaks from the world mm. to, to actually like give it a lot a lot of that space to to really talk about these things I agree. so but i we're soon the answer is very soon Huh, I'll ask you a sexual question right now. Oh my goodness. Are you ready? Okay, male condom or female condom? What's your preference? Or do you have a preference? I don't. You don't have a preference? I just learned how to use a female condom recently. Are you talking about the finger cots? <laughs> Carry ass! <laughs> Um, oh, you're talking I, about the one that goes in the vagina? Yeah, the one oh. that, like, you push in, and then it covers the entire vulva, like, the clit and everything, and then, like, the male condom only covers, of course, the penis, but the vulva is completely exposed, and they say the female condom is more protective than the male condom. And now that there's a abortion ban happened in the United States, there's been more information so readily available about different types of contraceptives. Uh-huh. Hmm. Can you bring back more information on the female condom? I can. In our yeah, next I episode. think that would be really awesome. yeah. <laughs> in our sex episode. Yeah, of course. That, I think that would be great because I I know I have very limited knowledge about female yeah. condoms. We should have a. I think um, uh, Rose when when she was on, she mentioned the sex episode. Mm-hmm. So I think a conversation specifically after the contraceptive or specifically after the abortion ban, we should talk about more like sex education. Yeah. I think that would be a great one. I agree. I agree. I'm excited for that. I will be very shy about it. Ah, yeah. I I am definitely I learned um one thing that I always say, oh my god, should I should I tell should I talk about it on air? So <laughs> do it, do it, do it. <laughs> so I definitely picked up the we're gonna get tested first before we go into the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, from you, um, yeah. because I you've, you've always been like so vocal about <laughs> like, it, and you like, even said like, doing? yeah, what are you doing? Like, we got it. Like, we're getting tested. But then the way that you've said it to me, that was like years ago, mind mm-hmm. you. We're like, you were early twenty. Like, yeah, you were like, I want to see. I need to see some papers. Send, if me, you the papers, see, so send yeah. me the papers. If I don't get them, like, we're not doing anything. And so I actually was dating this um. Cuban person and and we were you know we had our date for the first time and we were just hanging out and um as we were hanging out <laughs> we uh we know we got you know we got really intimate whatever now mind you you know this this person you know had had been in the country for a long time in you know in the United States for a while but still had like a like a mild accent mm-hmm. you know um that being it's not there's a point to this. And then period. But you know, they definitely have like, you know, a little bit of an accent and things. So anyway, so we're making out, but I, you know, I don't, I didn't want to go any further because once again, I have you in my head. Like I need, I need to, we need to get tested. And so I'm like, uh, halt, you know, I, and instead of just saying like, Oh, <laughs> the process is like, this is what, you know, we need to go and get tested. I just went straight for what you say. Like the term is like, I'm going to need to see some papers. <laughs> before oh before God. we do anything and so imagine the shock 
on their face when they're like, what do you mean? I am a United States citizen. <laughs> I can't imagine the paleness <laughs> on this person's Just, face. I was mortified. It's like, can you, can you imagine? And so I had to like literally backtrack because it's like, why why is this person telling me that they're a United States citizen right now? Like, why, why is this relevant to like, the, what's so happening? Like, so what do you mean? And so, and then, it, and then it dawned on me and I was like, oh my goodness, Tess. You just asked this you, person yeah, if they so like, I need you, you need to see your papers and everything. Like, fucking ice. so bad. I know. That person probably thought you were a member of ICE and was but fucking me? like, oh, no, never. I'm Haitian, you know? forever so i i was mortified but i had to be like no 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 that's not that is not what i meant so we we need to you know get so, tested yeah then. but that that's usually been my way and, and i'm typically monogamous so being that i don't i haven't really ventured in the mm-hmm. that area and i haven't had to worry about you know, abortion and, and yeah. well, not abortion per se, but I haven't had to really worry about, like, unplanned. Yeah, um, God didn't give me the opportunity yeah. for that. He was like, this is what's happening in your life. Take Psych! It. Psych! <laughs> <laughs> no, we're happy, Jason. Psych! <laughs> My son will forever be traumatized by the public fucking airwaves and his- He's like, Mom, what's the name of your podcast? I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> We're not talking about this. It is 18 or older. Sorry, sir. Yeah, it's like, oh, look over there. He's is a bird? Yeah. Squirrel. Fucking run away and shit. <laughs> He's like, Mom, I'm like in a whole different city. I can't hear you. And there's static on You're this breaking one. up. You're breaking up. <laughs> Meanwhile. <laughs> He's like, ha Mom. <laughs> I'm like, you don't even have an account to listen to this shit. It's like, Mom, Spotify is free. He's like, fuck. <laughs> We're not talking about that. No. What's Spotify? What, what are you, you talking about? Actually, I'm going to block that shit on his phone. Unavailable. And a parental guidance. It's like, Spotify is actually okay for children. Ah. I said, parental guidance. <laughs> <laughs> I said, normandy. Yeah. Yeah. Bruh. Cheers to that. Cheers, Cheers. To, uh, to always having that fucking memory. <laughs> the moments of being mortified continue. Okay. Let's see. You want to... Okay, do you have a sex question <laughs> yeah but if we're gonna go there top or bottom uh i'm gonna switch i can do both of them mm. mm-hmm. okay switch life what is a switch life switch life uh okay because, oh, that, is, is top or bottom a gay thing or is that a everybody thing i feel like in the spirit of inclusiveness it should be a a Boundaryless. Bruh, that's term. a good poll. We're gonna do a poll and be like, do do people do, do all people understand what these terms mean? Because okay, um, I met a woman who is you know she dabbled in a little bit of the vagine, <laughs> and she had no idea what a U-Haul lesbian it was. Uh, How are you? There should be like a quiz or something. A like queer something quiz. That, yeah. yeah. Quiz. Do you do you what know do you what know? a U-Haul lesbian is? What what is the definition of a wait top or bottom? So top or bottom, we'll start there. Um, top or bottom is like okay, are you the top is someone who's dominant that's out here giving the strokes, you dig, and the bottom is <laughs> someone who's taking the strokes, right? So being of someone who experiences. Um, the queer lifestyle. Um, I can be both. I I drive and I take a seat in the passenger side. 
Okay, top and bottom for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I will say same. Like I, I am. Um, I both like to give and receive pleasure. Give and I think, receive. I think it's a fair. Um, it's fair game out here. Fair, equal, <laughs> balanced, you know, dynamic. So you have I equal e- equal opportunity no matter what part of your life. Um, yes, be I'm an equal opportunity partner. Period. Yes. Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> equal opportunity. <laughs> Oh my god, this is gonna be a rough episode for oh me. God, I can guys. already tell because I am blushing, even though you can't see shit. You can't see the blush. A lot of people swear they can't. Nah, bro, we see the blushes, the heat radiating from your face. Yeah. Oh, you see a steam. Oh, you, you see, see steam? Steam and no color. Bro, we were actually shadow banned. So we did actually experience. Um, a, a version of, oh we were shadow banned on Instagram so mm-hmm. we were able we were getting a thousand plus views on our stories and our um our reels and everything and then as soon as the gun violence episode was debuted we were reduced to like uh, maybe a hundred views so I for the way that we debuted this episode I guess we're gonna have to just see how we um advertise it to see if we get the same exposure but since the gun violence episode um in, our Instagram doesn't even allow us to even um look up certain music anymore it's really wild but yeah we, we you did foreshadow that though and, and, we, and, and you you did mention it and and we even evaluated at some point whether it was a risk worth taking and decided to go for it right. because it was absolutely important it's but incredible. i did notice the drop in like the listens that, since that time crazy. that time period um it's it's wild but yeah i have feel... to figure out a way to advertise other than on instagram and it makes sense why people have so many different platforms where they are advertising their Mm-hmm. their product because mm-hmm. once you say something that one social media platform doesn't like it's it they really ruin your chances of the exposure yeah it's mm-hmm. it's ridiculous of course but i i completely agree with you but like like i said we're we want to we want to leave the realm of just like instagram as as our platform mm-hmm. for publish like for announcing and publishing information right. and, and all of that we really want to like tap into these other forms of media we want to be re- we want to be accessible mm-hmm. we want to be able to grow um our our base as well and mm-hmm. and our listeners and you know so i'm i'm very excited i feel like Coming into this, we had a lot of like nervous. I, I was very nervous. I'll speak for myself. Like and intimidated sometimes. Completely, I would completely intimidated by like the work ahead and like the pulling putting it out and de editing. Like I just felt like it would sometimes would feel very daunting. But and as like we we were able to like reach out for help and get help and like look more into it, and we got a little bit more comfortable and more confident in our abilities and. And I think we just stopped trying to be so perfect mm-hmm. um, uh, for the sake of the, the quality and just really have a good time. And right, and have the conversation ultimately. Out there, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited, you know, to, for the future and what that's going to bring. I, happy anniversary happy again. Anniversary. I can't, like, can you believe this? Who would have thought, hmm? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Look Not at us. me. Look at us. Look at us, huh? <laughs> I look at me. <laughs> now look back at you. <laughs> oh, Anne. Always a pleasure. Always Anything a pleasure. else you want to No, 
I feel like I feel like we we got a chance to really um, connect um, and reflect, and we got to talk about vulvas a little bit, which is exciting. <laughs> um, you, are, you are waiting to drop that nugget, huh? <laughs> I feel like everybody wants to hear more about vaginas. I feel like that's never that's never like a oh let's not talk about vaginas. No, let's talk about. I mean, some gay men probably like throw up a little bit in their mouths when they hear it. But hey, <laughs> you came from a vagina, so let's talk about vaginas. You dig? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Tess, oh, wow, it's been an amazing episode. It's been an amazing year. And I thank you for sitting across from me for an entire year and recording and producing and mm-hmm. editing and staying up late. So thank you again. Oh my goodness. The pleasure is all mine. And thank you for all of the work, sweat, tears, tears. time, sacrifice you've poured into doing this with me. And thank you for sticking around and sticking by this and, and the vision and me, even when, when stuff got really rough. Yeah, um, I, I'm just, I'm so grateful and I, I can't wait to continue to do this. Great things to come. All right. So this has been the Melanated Movement Podcast with Tess and Anne. Tess and Anne. Until next time. See you then. Bye. 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 <laughs>